Hey folks, today's podcast is brought to you in part by Crypto.com. Join millions of users buying and selling over 90 cryptocurrencies at true cost on the world's fastest growing crypto app, Crypto.com. I use it myself. Grow your portfolio by receiving rewards on your crypto assets. Plus, spend with the Crypto.com Visa card and get up to 8% back. You can help support this podcast by going to autoconverse.com slash crypto and you'll get $25 in free CRO added to your account when you enter our promo code. That's their cryptocurrency. Simply go to www.autoconverse.com forward slash crypto. You'll get our promo code to receive $25 in free CRO when you open a new account using our promo code. Thanks for your support in this podcast and good luck in your cryptocurrency endeavors. Uh, regardless of political affiliation, there are many people that are leveraging that fear for either political gain, status gain, monetary gain. Um, it's just not. And it, if it wasn't that way, you know, from from being in the hospital, for example, and I know this is there's this meme that's circulated the Internet that it's like, hey, a year ago, all of the, the medical professionals and the people working in hospitals were heroes and they were operating without masks and they're wrapped in cellophane and all these like it's like the back to the future suit. Right. You're all suited up to go treat people. And they're these heroes. Fast forward literally one year later. The ultimatum is if you don't get vaccinated, you lose Fire. your career. Yeah. And now they're demonized. And it's like, what is what happened to us as humans? That was Mike Phillips from Colorado Springs on the Mobility Tech and Connectivity Show, expressing his frustration about the hundreds of thousands of people, mostly essential workers, who are being forced out of their jobs for refusing to get vaccinated for COVID-19. It's a situation that's been brewing and there doesn't appear to be any way to stop it. After the holidays, employees at practically every federal, state, and corporate business will be required to get the vax or get fired. How's that for making America great again? Oh, and what's with the airlines? From Autoverse Media, this is Autoconverse. Hey, we got a good show lined up for you today. Oh, well, I'm a Game of Thrones nut, so that's, that's, that's my jam. The robots are listening. The robots are listening. All right, and welcome to this episode of the Autoconverse podcast, where we explore people, ideas, and technologies that influence how we are connected and the way we get around. I'm Ryan Girardi. It's great to be here with you, as always. I can't say for my four million little miracles like Russell Brand might, but I can say my thousands of little miracles. That's you, and that's kind of a joke. If you don't get it, don't worry about it. Anyhow, on today's program, Ford becomes the first major U.S. automaker to mandate vaccines. Flight travel is now a disaster due to bad weather and crew shortages. In fact, there is a new study out about which U.S. airlines are most likely to delay or cancel your flight. We'll be taking a look at that. And Facebook's new name is Meta. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced Thursday at his company's Connect event that its new name will be Meta. We are a company that builds technology to connect, Zuckerberg said, and together we can finally put people at the center of our technology, and together we can unlock a massively bigger creator economy. Okay, so that's where we're headed, into the metaverse led by none other than Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook. I don't know about you, but I'd like to see what's behind door number two. 
And as it turns out, we have a door number two lined up for you. Remember last episode with Jeremiah, the restaurant owner in New York City, where he and I were talking about the new vaccine requirements in his city? Well, coming up in this episode is the second half of that conversation, where my good friend Mike Phillips joins us, who you heard at the beginning of this episode. Mike was only a few weeks out of the ICU, where both of his lungs had collapsed, and yes, due to COVID, would probably have died were it not for the incredible care he received from doctors and nurses at that hospital. Mike was not vaccinated, he had no interest in getting vaccinated, and he still has no interest, but he also believes it should be a choice, your choice. As you could tell from the opening clip, he was frustrated about this, because some of those same essential workers who saved his life now are being forced out of their jobs. So that's what you're going to hear me and Mike and Jeremiah talk about right after these headlines. Right, as you heard me say, Ford becomes the first major U.S. automaker to order its employees to get COVID-19 vaccines. The policy impacts 32,000 salaried employees in the United States, The workers have until December 8th to be fully vaccinated or be approved for a religious or medical exemption. And this is on the heels of the Boeing company requiring that all 141,000 of its workers in the U.S. be vaccinated against COVID-19. Boeing announced the mandate after one of its largest suppliers, Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems, rolled out its own vaccination requirement. Both manufacturers cited their role as federal contractors as the reason they must comply with the December 8th vaccine mandate from the Biden administration. Now, as we brought up in the last couple of episodes, both Southwest and United have been pressuring uh, employees to get vaccinated. And all this is causing problems and delays across airlines and airports. In fact, a new study came out by the Family Vacation Guide. According to the study, the two airports with the most frequent delays are both in the New York tri-state area. It's Newark Liberty International and LaGuardia, with the percentage of on-time arrivals recorded at 75.71% and 77.48, respectively. Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport came in third place, with flights arriving as scheduled 79.23% of the time. In terms of airlines, the top five carriers with the most delays were a mix of budget and non-budget airlines. Allegiant Air had the most delays with an on-time arrival record of 72.69%. JetBlue came in second with 76.8%. Frontier and Envoy and then United followed at 81.4%. Rounding out the top five, American Airlines narrowly missed the top five with an on-time record of 81.45%. But you know what I wonder? Where's Southwest in this report? (laughs) All right, let's get into some more tech-related news. General Motors said it will install up to 40,000 electric vehicle chargers across North America as part of an ambitious plan to pour nearly $750 million into charging infrastructure that will help attract drivers to its electrified models. Under the program, GM will supply the charging equipment to auto dealers across the U.S. and Canada. Those dealers won't deploy the chargers on their property. Instead, they'll work to identify suitable sites and get the infrastructure installed. 
GM will give each dealer up to 10 Ultium charging stations to deploy in their community. The automaker said it will also help dealers apply for incentives and other funding programs to install the chargers. Sticking with General Motors, Google's sister Waymo and GM's Cruise can now offer commercial self-driving rides in California. The Department of Motor Vehicles has issued the permits to offer driverless rides for passengers to both companies, and they can now charge a fee for autonomous services offered to the public. The permits will allow Cruise to offer light-duty driverless rides to passengers at night in some parts of San Francisco between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. local time. At a maximum speed limit of 30 miles per hour, the permit also allows the rides to operate in light fog and rain. And here's something cool. Hyundai, together with the autonomous vehicle company Motional, is gearing up to launch commercial robo-taxis in Las Vegas by 2023. The vehicle that will be tested in Motional's new facility and go through high-stress situations is Hyundai's Ionic 5. The company has stated it will be the main vehicle for its robo-taxi project. That's pretty cool. And finally, Blue Origin, that's Jeff Bezos' space company, has scheduled the construction of Orbital Reef, a space business park offering research, industrial, international, and commercial clients end-to-end services, including space transportation and logistics, space habitation, and equipment accommodation. The plan comes at a time when NASA is looking for proposals to to replace the 20-year-old International Space Station. So there you go. If you're an Amazon user, well, you helped build the space park. All right, well, that's it for today's headlines. Let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. This AutoConverse podcast is brought to you by... Ask Auto. With Ask Auto, you can get help finding the best car for you and your family, communicate with dealers, list your vehicle for sale, and get a free vehicle market report, all while protecting your privacy with our free Shopper Shield. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com slash askauto. That's www dot autoconverse dot com forward slash ask auto o t t o and thank you not yet other than what's been federally mandated and that's on the horizon i read a story and forgive me ryan i don't recall where it was either yesterday or the day before that said they believe that vaccine mandates will be on the way in colorado we have a, a very um liberal government right now in Colorado. And it seems that that political side of the, not making a political statement, but that political side of the arena seems to be more pro mandate everything. So that I I did read, and it was one of our news stations here. I don't want to quote who it was because I don't recall, but they said, Hey, this could be on the horizon as far as mandates for, for businesses and so forth. That was Mike explaining the looming vaccine mandate policies that he sees coming where he lives in Colorado Springs. Now, when I asked him about employers that are already requiring the vaccination. No, at this point, I know of some businesses that are are requesting, not requiring uh, vaccinations where, where we're at. I know there are businesses, depending on the ownership, that will say, you know, you have to wear a mask. Where I live in Colorado Springs, we are in a little bit of a pocket of a a bit more conservative area. So uh, many of the businesses are like, hey, you you do you. You know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. 
we request social distancing. You know, we, we do follow and like for our, for our business too, we're a, a small business, uh, our dealership, we try, uh, we don't try, we do follow when mandates are released, you know, because hey, we did have for a time that everybody here had to wear a mask. And then it was, well, and you remember last year, Ryan, when we were talking 10 months ago or last year, it was nuts. Our, the, our, our, uh, local government couldn't make up their mind. It was, you can't sell cars in person, but you can sell cars online. But then the online process to sell cars, you had to have a physical signature. So how do you get a physical signature if you can't be in person? You, you know, so there was this roller coaster. I think and the so, DMV was closed because of the yeah. pandemic, so no one could get a car title. Yeah, you know? so it was it was just off the wall. That, and it, all of that seems to have kind of leveled off at this point. Uh, for the most part, they, they the the rule and it plays through the grocery stores and everything else is like, hey, we recommend our non-vaccinated customers need to wear a mask and so on and so forth. And and kind of every, it's probably where I'm at physically, it's probably 50-50. Half the people uh, that are, are shopping and going places, going to restaurants, etc., are wearing masks. Half of them are not. Um, it, there for a little bit, everybody, you know, the big thing was, oh, are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Uh, e even that's kind of leveled off here. And maybe maybe I'm a little bit isolated. You know, we did some traveling, which was how I contracted COVID, among other things. But um, it, it seems to have leveled off at least a little bit here. I know that definitely people, the, the one thing that we are uh, many people here are struggling with is uh, schools, elementary, middle, and high schools. They are they are requiring to wear masks, which was decided a local government level and a school board level and so forth. Which originally, the school boards, because I know several of the members, I serve on some uh, community boards here, and they were like, "Nope, we're not going to require it. It's going to be a, a, a you make the decision sort of deal for parents and kids." And we were into school for about 30 days, and every district here said, nope, you got to wear – oh, whew, that was weird. <laughs> Bluetooth phone. Anyway, at this point, they're, uh, they're requesting or requiring students to wear masks uh, everywhere and are even denying religious exemptions, which you may know how I feel about that. So, Yeah. No, uh, the religious exemption, there's a lot of, there's loopholes in that. And then I, I think to your point, Jeremiah, I think there's, there's different standards for big box corporate America and main, you know, main street businesses. There just seems to be a different standard and they seem to favor big box corporate America. You're seeing that too, right? Absolutely. Mike, Everybody's you... seeing that. Okay. Oh, hundred percent. It's absolute garbage. Yeah. I'll just call it like Ryan. You know, I don't. I I will try and filter my uh, like the profanity filter because we talked some yesterday. I get pretty passionate about the stuff, uh, but there there is so much inconsistency with the way that the government, whether it's local, uh, regional, federal, state state level, there is so much inconsistency. It was I t I typed in the chat on your. Uh, on your channel over there that it's like, God, this has to be the most selective virus in the history of the world. Right. Uh, well, it, you can get infected. It, you can get infected if you're, you know, 15 minutes with someone, 14 minutes, you're brand new. A virus is never going to affect someone in 14 minutes. It's absolute garbage. I, I talked with, and not to get off of the, the, this may fit with the subject of mobility. I talked with the, uh, a principal at one of the local schools here. 
uh, who I told you I'll try not to like roll, bus roll anyone, they'll remain nameless, who was very empathetic and nice. And we were talking about masks and, and you know, what what the philosophy was behind it. Well, if they're in the classroom seated, they have to have uh, a mask on, right? But if during the 15-minute break in between class, while they're traversing the halls, while they're mobile, passing by a 100 other kids, yeah, they, they, no, they get a mask break during that time. And I'm like, how does that make any sense whatsoever? That makes zero sense to me. It seems like you have it totally backwards. There was a kid um, that posted a video. It went viral. He says, hey, I'm requesting, because here, and here when they did the mask stuff, if you were seated at a restaurant table, you didn't have to have a mask on, right? And so I, I don't remember the name of the kid. He was on TikTok, but he says, hey, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to request that all school boards put restaurant tables. They replace the desks and schools with restaurant tables since you can't get infected that way. So I don't have to wear a mask in my school anymore. <laughs> like, it's just the, the, the rules that we have made up for this. And, and I talked, like I said to you, I had six different medical doctors, three different pulmonary specialists, and probably 50 different nurses over the course of six weeks in the hospital. And uh, it's, it's, uh, th there is zero consistency, and people have just lost their minds. I, that's all I'm convinced of. One thing I was curious about from Jeremiah was any options that he has for fighting these new requirements. I, I could. It would require a lot of money and a lot of time. Uh, and I would need to network with like-minded businesses. And there are a few here locally that have said they're going to, you know, they're going to fight this and they're going to make a stand. But ultimately what's going to happen is the city's going to come in and they're going to start issuing fines. That was their, their first, uh, their first level of defense against this was if you, you know, if you're found out of compliance, it's a thousand dollar fine. If they come back and you're out of compliance a second time, it's a two thousand dollar fine. The third one is five thousand dollars. And ultimately, they may be able to shut your business down um, and you could be fighting that whole time. So your business could get shut down in the meantime. And even if you win, let's say two to five years down the road, but you don't have a business anymore, then what was the point? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's it's made it impractical to do anything about it. Hey, everywhere. If you want to have a business in our city, you have to do what we say. And you don't really have a say in that is basically where it's at. Yeah. And, and New York business owners are no strangers to that. I mean, the, you know, if you can if you can open a business here and survive, you could probably do it anywhere. It's uh, it's tough. They're all they've always got their hands in the cookie jar. You know, um, they alleviated certain things during this time frame. But now it's all starting to come back. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But it's, it's never been easy. And, and now it, it's, it's not any easier. But it's also nothing we're not used to. Um, mm -hmm. but, but the face of this one is, is pretty disgusting. So let's get a little personal, guys, starting with you, Jerem Jeremiah. Yeah. Um, why are you opposed to these measures? Um, because they're, you know, like Mike was saying, they're they're all over the place and they're not they're not really following any set of data. I mean, as a business owner, I know you cannot survive, you cannot make sound decisions unless you're really looking at data and making your decisions based off of that. Um, and if if that was the case, they wouldn't be making these decisions. I mean, I'm a, you know, educated adult with a, a sound mind most of the time, and I've looked at you know, all the information that's been presented about uh, COVID and recovery rates and what happens to vaccinated people and what happens to unvaccinated people and who are the most at risk. 
and I, I just don't see this as a working solution. Uh, you know, and there's this, you even said it yourself earlier, Ryan, like, you know, there are people like, we got to stop this thing. And it's like, there's no stopping this. You can reduce its impact on society, but it's not going anywhere. There's been nothing to suggest that. Um, I just don't think people are making sound data-driven decisions. Uh, it, it's more whimsical or based off of fear or off of ulterior motives, other, you know, other gains they hope to get uh, from the decisions that are being made. Um, they're, they're not talking about, you know, natural immunity at all, where New York, I mean, we all got it, <laughs> you know? I mean, they're just not being realistic or practical about those numbers. It's really cute. Like, I get these emails from... A, a local uh, council member and, and like Mike, I won't I won't bust roll anybody either. I won't drop names. But, you know, at the bottom of his emails, it's always like there have been like one hundred and six thousand seven hundred and forty two confirmed cases of COVID in New York City since March of 2020. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how, how could you even like share that number? One hundred thousand cases. Really? Like there have been millions. They don't have no they have no gauge for it. Um, they're they're skirting the the possibility and and the, the the potential of natural immunity. Meanwhile, like families like mine, we all got it uh, either in late February or mer early March before there was a shutdown, before there were any mandates. I mean, when it was running rampant through New York at its worst time, there were no mask mandates. There were no mask mandates here until mid-April, the latter mm -hmm. latter half of April, and and I was working fourteen hours a day at multiple businesses, delivering to hundreds of people. We were sending stuff to. We were feeding hospital workers. We had to get it there ourselves. Nobody was required to wear a mask at that point. And then the mask became like the North Star. Where's the mask now? It's like, why is that not an option? You know, if, if that was if that was our savior a year ago, why why is that not on the table for unvaccinated people if they want to go work out at a gym or or uh, you know go go see a an indoor show or something like that? It's just yeah. this hard hammer. And it's it's not based on anything uh, factual. That's my well, good. Suggestion. It's good. I mean, I think from what you shared, your your standpoint, your viewpoint is based off of off of critical thinking and studying the data, not ideological or ideological or tribalness. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. not affiliated politically with anybody or anything. So that doesn't you know that doesn't push me one way or the other. And I'm also not afraid. You know, I'm just not afraid. I mean. I got it. I was sick as hell. I understand it sucks, but uh, you know, I, the, the the fear motivator for humans is huge. Mike, let me pose the same question to you. You just spent you know over two weeks in the hospital. You're running around with an oxygen tank. You're in your I think you're in your mid forties, like like we are. Mid forties. Um, both my lungs collapsed, so I came to the closest to death I've ever been. Yeah, like you've been there. Now you were a, you were not interested in getting vaccinated prior. Correct. Now that you've experienced it and dealt with it, has your has your viewpoint on getting vaccinated changed? Nope. I don't have a desire to get an experimental vaccine. I think it's still highly experimental. I think, and and again, I you and I discussed yesterday, Ryan. I have some other, uh, I have allergies and some other health conditions. The last vaccine I got as an adult landed me in the hospital. It was a flu vaccine about 20 some years ago. I just don't have a desire to be to, to do that. Now, that's a decision I'm making for myself. If we're sitting across the table across Zoom and you were like, hey, look, for me, I've talked with my doctor and here's, I think, the best direction. 
then rock on. I think you should go do that. But that's that's my opinion for me and, and my family. I don't have any desire to push that on anybody else. I think God equipped us with a great uh, immune system and, and the ability to have discernment and make decisions. And somehow along the way, we forgot that. We, we've lost that and we've totally forgotten it. And it's it's just, it is crazy to me at how quickly that has happened. And you, you, you know, you had asked Jeremiah, why, you know, why am I pro or against it? So I'm speaking for myself. I, I'm not for the mandates and all of the big government stuff because that's who I am, not because of a political affiliation. I think the fear motivator, I think people are leveraging fear right now. It, people in power in, in mass, you know, and not everybody, but people in power, uh, regardless of political affiliation, there are many people that are leveraging that fear for either political gain, status gain, monetary gain. Um, it's just not, and it, if it wasn't that way, you know, from, from being in the hospital, for example, and I know this is, there's this meme that's circulated the internet that it's like, hey, a year ago, all of the, the medical professionals and the people working in hospitals were heroes and they were operating without masks and they're wrapped in cellophane and all these, like, it's like the back to the future suit, right? You're all suited up to go treat people and they're these heroes. Fast forward, literally one year later, the ultimatum is if you don't get vaccinated, you lose your career. Yeah. And now they're demonized. And it's like, what is what happened to us as humans? Mm-hmm. Just be human with people. Like I said, for me, it, it, it's it's very much an individual decision. And the, the irony, I, I'll share this last piece, because when I was in a really small focus group, really small locally, but from talking to people like you're talking vaccinated versus unvaccinated, and the, the media puts out there that well it's it this is a pan uh, a pandemic or an epidemic of of the unvaccinated it's all these unvaccinated people in the hospital well as i was talking with you when we were uh talking about the show at the time i was in the hospital 35 percent of the people that were in for covid were vaccinated and they had it again and were hospitalized so it just doesn't have a good hit rate man it, it's just that's again Personal opinion, I'm not advocate. I, I said to you yesterday, I'll repeat on the show. Believe me, if anyone knows it's real, I know it is the it is a real virus. It really affects everybody differently. I would encourage anybody to meet with your trusted medical professional and come up with a plan before you're sick so that you can make a sound decision. Do I want to get vaccinated? What happens if I get sick? All of those things. That that would be my best advice from experiencing it recently for anybody. Because whether you do or don't want to get vaccinated, that's that's a personal decision, I think, for anybody. And to end our conversation, I asked both gentlemen the same question. What do you think would happen if Facebook required proof of vaccination for COVID-19 to keep your account? Here's what they had to say. Um, <laughs> Facebook? I think Facebook would go under. If it was TikTok, maybe you'd see a vaccination increase, but... <laughs> Facebook, I'd be out. I, I got LinkedIn. I'm good. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? What I actually, de- I actually deleted mine just now from the question. I mean, I, I, I don't. I think most people for, and and again, whether you do, there, there's plenty of people I know that get vaccinated. That it's like, dude, my medical history is none of your business anyway. You know, there's no, there's no place to to ask that. So I. I agree with with Jeremiah, especially Facebook, as dated as they are, and all the turmoil they've created and the drama and stuff. I think they would go out. 
All right. Well, that's a wrap. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. I would ask you the same question, but I think we both know Facebook is not going to do that. Why would they? People would stop participating. But in all serious folks, I do want to know what you think. Not about my question, but about all these mandates that are being thrown at us. Is it right? Is it necessary? What are our options? So let me know by reaching out. I always appreciate hearing from you. You're my listeners. In fact, a good way to reach out is to leave us a review. Go up to uh, iTunes or Google Play and leave us a review. And give give me a four star. Give us a three, whatever it is. I want to know your feedback. I want to know your input. And please, if you like what we're doing, then tell a friend or two as well. Uh, I share a podcast with a lot of people. People who know me, I'm always like, listen to this, listen to that. Sharing podcasts is a great way to start a conversation with someone. So if you want to give, if you like what we're doing, share our podcast too. And remember, folks, uh, if you want to tune into our live show, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, at AutoConverse. Best way to do that is text the keyword AutoConverse to 855-766-7585. We'll send you a link that allows you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Then you'll be able to access our show anytime you want. All right, I'm signing off. If you are a Doge holder, well, to the moon. But I don't know how much longer I can hold out. See ya. See ya.